Hola, mi amigos. This is In the Studio with Matt. I am Matt. How are you today, this week? Um, this is a late episode again. I'm getting into that um, that habit, that rhythm, I guess. Just kind of, uh, yeah, maybe I'll do it, maybe I won't. Last week I talked about my love of weed and I was going to talk more about that. I was going to talk about Indian. I brought him up last week. He was, um, a really cool dude. He was definitely unique. Um, he was indigenous and his nickname was Indian. I, I had known him a few years before I found out what his actual name was. Um, but he was one of my dad's best friends and, you know, I, uh, I kind of grew up knowing him, hanging with him, partying with him. And, uh, he was a cool dude, but he was one of those guys that, um, he would piss you off so much that you wanted to beat the fuck out of him. And then the next minute, he's the greatest person you ever met. I knew another guy like that, and he was one of my best friends. So, Indian, uh, he and my dad had an apartment together in this um, section of Cincinnati many years ago when I was like 15. And um, I would go stay with my dad for the weekend or whatever there. And, um, it was a pretty cool place where they lived, but, um, all we did was sit around and smoke pot and, uh, we get the munchies and eat everything in the fridge. That explains a lot of my, uh, fatness and general largeness, (laughs) but, uh, One day we were there, me and my buddy Joe went and, um, we were hanging out with my dad and Indian wasn't there. So he shows up a little later and he had been working as a painter. He was a painter by trade and, um, he, he came home. He's like, Hey man, I got some, uh, I got some smoke from my boss. It's red bud. And my dad was like, Ooh, some red bud. And Joe and I, we were like, well, what the hell's red bud? Like we had never heard of it before, or at least I hadn't. And, um, so we, we smoked one and, uh, wow. The reason it was the best weed I've ever had ever. And I'm still looking forward to this day. Um, So if anybody knows where to get it, (laughs) shoot me an email in the studio with Matt at Gmail. Is it in the studio podcast? No, it's in the studio with Matt at gmail.com. So we smoked it. And then like (laughs) at that time, this was back in the mid nineties. The only TV they had was a little black and white TV. 
And um, we were watching it, and we were watching some uh, <laughs> something in black and white, whatever it was. And everything I saw on the screen was in vibrant color. And it was coming out of the screen at me like in 3D. And I was like, whoa, man. I didn't know your TV did that. And um, then I closed my eyes. And it looked like blueprints. Like it was baby blue instead of black. And there were all these white outlined like drawings of cylinders of all different shapes and sizes flying by, like floating in front of my face, spinning, turning slowly. And then they all moved like my, my, uh, my view of them was changing and they were coming at me and flying past my head. And I was looking down this long <laughs> and it was some, wild shit a little while later i got up to use the bathroom and i went into <laughs> i started to walk into the bathroom and the doorway was going in and out and so i had to reach there it was like a wave so i had to reach out and grab it to hold on to it so i could get into the bathroom and once i did I um I was peeing and the waves in the in the water in the toilet were like purple and pink and like all the rainbow colors. <laughs> that was some good stuff. We had a good weekend that weekend. We'd also sit around and drink little kings. Ooh, man. Yeah. Um it was also in that apartment that we got snowed in once and our school got canceled. We were going to school, lived and went to school across town and it snowed so much that we couldn't go anywhere. I mean, the neighborhood they were living in was all Hills, like big Hills. And, um, when those get all snowed up and icy, you just can't drive on them. So we, uh, had to stay at my dad's like an extra day or two, I think because of that into like the middle of the week. And, um, so Indian and I, we stepped out on their fire escape, which you could do from the uh, kitchen window, just step through the window onto the fire escape. And they were like three stories up two or three stories up. So you had a good view. There was a park across the street. We were standing there looking over at the park and he was like, Hey man, we should go over there tonight, build a giant snow middle finger. <laughs> oh man. We never did, but I've always wanted to just because of that <laughs> to finally get it out of the way. He also at that time had a theory of he was predicting the great thud. And this is when uh, like four feet of snow would fall out of the sky at once and just thud. 
uh, he was crazy. He was also an alcoholic. So, um, he did a whole lot of drinking. Um, unfortunately he was murdered. <laughs> so remember I said at one minute he could have you like hating him enough to kill him. Well, it happened. He was at a, um, a campground somewhere. I can't remember if it was Arizona or where it was, but, um, apparently he pissed off the wrong guy and the guy turned out to be a serial killer. And yeah, so that was a sad day for me hearing that. But, um, another story of his was, uh, I want to say it was right before that. They lived in Indiana in a uh, really cool little like mobile home park, but it was in the woods, down a hill, off the road. You couldn't see it when you drove by. You could almost not see the driveway going down into it because it was gravel and completely surrounded by trees. So it was kind of creepy too, which was really cool. That's what was really cool about it. Um, and once you got down in there, it wasn't just a trailer park. I mean, it was like woods with trailers all scattered throughout. And the roads were gravel and dirt. Um, a train went through, which no longer runs. Um, and my dad's place, he stayed with Indian there. Um, their place was actually right on the tracks. And when a train went by... You just, you couldn't hear anything. I mean, it was almost like you could reach out from a window and touch it. It was that close. Um, but what was really cool about the place was at the end of the main, like the driveway, when you come down the hill and turn and go through the park, the end of it ended up on a little beach on a river. And people would canoe and raft past there all the time because that river is a very popular canoe place. I mean, like there's canoe rental places all up and down there. They, uh, they go out and pick you up from wherever you get done. And, um, I'm not quite sure how all that works, but I've never done it. I would love to, um, so one day Indian and I, um, we were there just hanging out. It was a nice day, nice summer day. We were sitting on the little beach area and that beach area is a pickup and drop off spot for the canoers. So we're sitting there watching all these canoers go by and, uh, he was already drunk. It was like, noon and he said uh he was going to teach me how to be an indian and he said if you're an indian you can see things nobody else can see you can hear things nobody else can hear and uh so because he was drunk i was messing with him because he messed with me all the time and um 
So I was looking at him to my right. And (laughs) I looked over his shoulder and there was canoers in the river coming our way around the bend. And there was a couple little bushes there along the river. So they were kind of like hidden a little bit. And I said, yeah, I'm going to try it now. And I listened and I said, I think there's some canoers coming. And he turned around and looked and they came around the bend and he was like, very good. You're going to be a good Indian one day. And, um, that was, uh, one of my favorite memories of him. Now we also one day walked down those train tracks, um, several miles into this little tiny town of Cedar Grove. And we went to a little, like a general store, country general store. And I sat outside while he went in and got us something to drink. And then, uh, he got us a ride back home. So he jumped in the cab with a guy and I jumped on the bed and drove back down the road back to home. That was a really cool, really fun day with him. And that's something that I will always remember because, you know, those last two stories, they just, it was just me and him. And that was, um, that was really cool. So, um, so <laughs> that was the red bud. I told you the red bud story. Uh, let's see the great thud middle finger out of snow. Oh yeah. Um, so another epic stone story, I guess. Uh, one time my dad was taking me and I know Joe was there and maybe Danny was there. Danny was, uh, my buddy that was like Indian, he, he could piss you off one minute and be your best friend the next. And I, like I said, I don't know. I, I'm not entirely sure who all was there, but I think it was us four. And my dad was taking us to Spring Lake, which was our, our destination for years on the weekends and all through the summer. Um, so we're smoking one and my dad had a cooler. He drove a van. He loves vans like, um, like an Econoline, not Econoline. I can't think of the name of it. A conversion van. And, uh, he had a real nice one then. And he had a cooler between the front two seats and the cooler was, uh, vodka, orange juice, and ice. So he's sipping on a screwdriver while we're driving. And he had made a screwdriver, I think for each of them maybe. But I said, finally, I said, okay, I'll take one. So he makes it for me while he's driving. And, uh, I, I started drinking it and mixed with the weed I don't know what happened. I kind of like bits and pieces of it have stuck with me over the years, but I don't remember 
everything that went down, but apparently I got epically fucked up like on the way to the place just from a screwdriver and some really good weed. You know, I was still like probably 16 at the time. So yeah, we had a lot of fun. Um, so they're talking and at some point, and this is one of the bits and pieces that I can remember. Um, I looked at him and interrupted him and I said something like John three sixteen, he will forgive you or some shit. Like I started quoting the Bible <laughs> and, and I don't remember anything else, but I do remember when we got to spring Lake and we paid and then drove down towards like, there's a, there was a parking lot there, a gravel parking lot. We parked at the end of that cause we were fishing down at the bottom. Like there's two lakes and the parking lot is kind of in between the two. And I remember getting out of the van and thinking everybody here is going to know I'm fucked up. So I got to act cool. So I started walking and I, I remember now, like then I thought I was walking cool, but I remember now, like, man, I completely showed off just how fuck fucking drunk I was and fucked up. And the only other thing I remember is when we got to where we were going to fish, there's a picnic table there. And I sat down on the picnic table while they were still kind of like bringing stuff over and walking. And I looked up at the sky and the sun was coming down through the clouds and the trees. It was a beautiful day and it was shining on me. Like I started sucking in the sunlight and the warmth and (laughs) I felt like God was talking to me and I, I think I said something else about God and then I don't remember anything else from the rest of that trip. So I don't know. I had a religious experience y'all. It was a good one. And so long ago, Ugh. Oh, I don't even want to think about it. So there you go. Those are my stories for today. Uh, I'm sorry that this episode was late again. Um, not that it matters. It really doesn't. I will see you next week. Join me Friday for another quick history lesson. I am not entirely sure what this week's is. So check that out on Spotify. Quick history. (sighs) Have a good weekend. And uh, don't work too hard. Peace.